Oh, you can't do better than that. Amen. This morning, I'm so excited that I have the privilege to come before the throne of God. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. In fact, there are many people who wish to have the opportunity to come before the presence of God. Father, we thank you for the greater things that you have done. Amen. God has been so good. God has been so good. And Merry Christmas to everyone. God bless you. Amen. I have about 30 minutes to give you this message from the Lord. Amen. And yesterday, thank you for, thank you everyone for showing up yesterday for participating in the launching, hallelujah, of our team for the year. And we now, we all know that our team for the year 2022 is what? Go ye and what? Possess. Come Go ye and possess. God bless you. Amen. Um, the team, I want to talk about it. It's not any other thing but than the, the team we already know. But this is what the team I want to talk about this very morning is that exploring the 2022 team of the year. Exploring the 2022 team of the year, which is go ye and possess. Go ye and possess. Hallelujah. We have, I want to acknowledge this man of God on our podcast, Prophet Jackie Jonathan Tully. Hallelujah. Welcome, sir. Amen. And um, my key text I want to stand on it is Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Hallelujah. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, I'm reading from King James Version, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Verse 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My version is the Holy Ghost. Amen. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Give Jesus a clap of rain. Now, what is go ye and possess? What is go ye and possess? Go ye and possess simply means preparing for kingdom experience. Preparing for kingdom experience. When I say go ye, I'm not referring you to any other thing. But what Christ Jesus commissioned the church to do. Hallelujah. Before he left, he commissioned us to do certain work. And that work is what? The propagation of the gospel of Christ. 
praise the name of the Lord. The spreading of the good news. The teachings and the declarations of the good news. Handed over to the apostles to be given to us. The apostles are no more and we are here. Praise the name of the Lord. So we receive the word, the baton from the other apostles and it is our time for us to carry the message. Praise the name of the Lord. It's our time to also continue from where they ended. Praise the name of the Lord. Today, we hear all kinds of things going on. The church is no more in the business of the gospel of Christ. All of us, both the teachers and evangelists, and the prophets and apostles and the pastors, have become prophets of the day. And there's nobody that is carrying the message. All of us are confined ourselves in the room. Praise the name of the Lord. If the apostles had confined themselves in the room, if the apostles have decided that let's be in the room, stay in the room, and prophesy to ourselves, I don't think the gospel would have come to this far. Praise the name of the Lord. As I told you, the man who brought the gospel of Jesus to Africa, the Ethiopia Enoch, as he had an encounter with Philip, because a man was reading the book of Isaiah and he could not or did not understand what he was reading. And the spirit of the Lord carried Philip to the man. So the Ethiopian Enoch encountered Philip. And Philip taught the man and gave him the understanding. Hallelujah. So the Ethiopian Enoch understood the gospel. The reason why he was reading the book of Isaiah, because Isaiah is one of the greatest prophets that spoke about the coming of the Messiah. Hallelujah. He's the only one of the best among them, all the prophets, that give details about the coming of the Messiah. So if there is anybody that can preach well, or that has a message about Christ, it was what? Isaiah. So from the beginning, of the gospel, the first gospel we had was the gospel of Isaiah. Hallelujah. I don't call Isaiah as a prophet. And I don't call his book as a prophetic book. But his, his book is what? A gospel. Like that of what? Peter, Matthew, and, and Luke, and, and John, and, and other rest, and Mark. Hallelujah. So Isaiah was the beginning of the life of Jesus' ministry. So when the Ethiopian Enoch was reading, it means that God had the feeling that there's something that has to happen in his life. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, are you here? Oh, are you here? So he took the book of Isaiah. Because no wonder when Jesus came, there were many books there. Right? Exodus was there. Genesis was there. Leviticus was there. Book of Joshua was there. Hallelujah. Judges was there. But the man didn't go for any other book but the book of what? Isaiah. Oh, hallelujah. The reason why many people have failed in life is not because they don't have the, the, the intelligence or they don't have what it takes to make it, but because they have mixed the point. Praise the name of the Lord. If you mix what God has given to you, today we see teachers prophesying. It's a mistake. It's an error. No matter how details you can give him, as far as prophetic is concerned, as long as your assignment is a teacher, you got to teach. When you shift from that dimension, hallelujah, into prophetic, you have made a big mistake. That is why there is a chaos in our dispensation. Because now, who is there in the church to teach 
the members and to give them the breakdown of what is written in the books. Today, where are the teachers? All the teachers are now prophets now. Hallelujah. The pastors are supposed to shepherd in the members, caring for the members, check about the welfare, the health of the members. Today, all the pastors are now competing with the apostles. Every pastor now wants to become an apostle. Since when did the teaching ministry and the pastoral ministry become a lower rank? Since when? Today, if somebody is a pastor, he sees himself as a younger one, as a lowest. Who told you? Because Bible said when he was ascended on high, he gave gift. He was he led captivity captive, and he gave gift to man. And the first gift in is the teaching and the pastor and 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 and, and the evangelist and the prophet and the apostle. These are no lower ranks. These are the higher ranks. So the sitting of the teacher and the pastor and the evangelist and the prophet and the apostle are on the same level as far as God is concerned. So today if somebody is a teacher, we think that person has a lower rank. He's the lowest. And if you're a prophet, if you're an apostle, you are the highest. And I don't know where this language came from. That is why God has given and assigned me that in this year, as you go into the world and begin to teach, because now we are teaching the word of God upside down. I'm not getting it. Bible says that he's a high priest. So if the high priest could not call himself an apostle, but he called himself a teacher. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Yeah. The fact that you are a teacher does not mean you cannot evangelize. But that is not your office. But you can still do it. Because all of us are working together as a team. So in this year... Next year, 2022, if you're a teacher, a pastor, evangelist, a prophet, an apostle, all of us are now becoming one to hit the well and begin to walk, drag them and win them. And, and oh my God. Ah. Hallelujah. You can fast for 200 years. If you cannot win a soul for Christ, those fastings are useless. I've seen men and women who God blesses them in this kingdom. Praise the name of the Lord. No matter how rich you become in the kingdom of God, Bible has put it in a simple form. The one who wins soul is wise. So if you don't win the soul in our dispensation from the time of Jesus to now, the kingdom of God is not about prophetic. The kingdom of God is about soul winning. Period. Hallelujah. I said the kingdom of God is about what? So we need. So those of you who are prophets, we need you in the field. When we go on the soul winning, when we are preaching the word to them, and we need the word of revelation, and the word of wisdom, and the word of insight, for, me, for if the person is proving difficult, then we need the the prophet to come around to give details about their background so that they can weaken them. So the prophetic is a wicked arrow. It's a powerful weapon to weaken the opponent or the person whom you want to walk, save into the kingdom of God. Because there are people that if you don't prophesy and tell them the secret about their life, if you don't go deeper into what they are doing in the dark world, they can never be convinced no matter how skillful and how eloquent you can be here. That is what Paul said. I don't preach about the eloquence of man. But what is given to me is what I declare. Whether it is good in your ear or not, that is what I ought to do. And that is what I must do and have to do it anyway. Oh God. Praise the name of the Lord. So when I say go ye, go ye, Simple means preparing for kingdom experience. What is the kingdom experience? The kingdom experience 
is what the Lord Jesus handed over to the apostles. And it has, it has stayed to our time. The kingdom experience is a man and a woman who care about the lost soul of the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you want to have the kingdom experience, it means you have to have a caring heart for the lost souls. Praise the name of the Lord. It's not about confining yourself in Atrium Mountains and pray and fast. Or because you need marriage. When you go to Atrium Mountain to fast for 40 days, it should be, Lord, give me the strength. Give me the wisdom. As I hit the street, as I hit the schools, as I hit the university campus, anybody I speak to, let them be convinced by the words. I speak to them. Let them come and accept you as their Lord and their personal Savior. Are you here? Are you here? So those of you who go to Atria, I pity for those people. They go to Atria to fast for 40 days. And all the 40 days, the purpose for the fasting is for God to bless them with a husband or a wife. That is foolish exercise. Come, Epa. Because I want to marry, I have to fast for 40 days. Hey, you want to disgrace Jesus? Jesus wanted to save the world. He fasted for 40 days. Moses fasted for 40 days. And do you know what they did? Was to save the world and bring the people of Christ into the kingdom. Marriage, you are fasting for 40 days. But meanwhile, after the fasting, whilst you are fasting, you have a girlfriend. You have a boyfriend. If you have a girlfriend and you have a boyfriend, you don't need to fast and ask God, God, I want to marry. You are already sitting on the chair and you are asking God, give me a chair to sit on. What kind of madness is this? Are you right? Are you here? Oh, are you here? Do you understand? God, Give me a throne. You are sitting on the throne and you're asking God to give you. So which throne again? Which throne again? This is an exercise of mediocrity or ignorance. Hallelujah. So this year, next year, we are entering 2022, which has begun now, began yesterday. We are what? Preparing to experience the kingdom. As you want to experience the kingdom, you got to have a mindset for the soul winning. You have to care for that young man who is destroying his life with smoking. That young lady who had nobody to talk to. Hallelujah. This is the kingdom experience. The kingdom experience is not about, you know, having a podcast, living big time, but taking off your, your priesthood garment and wear your Wellington boots and step into the forest, step into the maddies and begin to pick those people who are getting stuck into the mud, hallelujah, in the mud and bring them and wash them and present them to Christ. Come apart. May the Lord give you supernatural power. As you are going out, may you have the desire to win so for Christ. Say, Holy Ghost, this morning, give me the desire, the appetite for so winning. Hallelujah. I've never seen a man or a woman who is a soul winner and living in poverty before. Your definition of poverty is different from my definition of poverty. As I told you, anytime God wants to bless a person, God will never take what is from the earth and give to you. 
Anytime he wanted to bless you, he give you what? His blessings from above. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, do you understand me? God will never give you what is from here. But anytime he wants to bless you, he gives you a blessing from where? From above. He said, bless. Bless be the Lord, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who had blessed us with all our spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Hallelujah. In what? Heavenly places. May God give you blessings from heaven places. Hallelujah. They are blessings in the realms. They are blessings seated in the throne of God. They are blessings in heaven. May God release those blessings upon you. He said, as you are faithful in paying your tithe, he said, I will open the windows of heaven. The Lord didn't say, I open the gate of the earth. He said, I will open the windows of heaven. It means the blessings that God has for you is not coming from here. Or they are not from here. But they are from what? Heaven. Anything that comes from heaven, it has an eternal life. Hallelujah. It does not have an expiring date. It means if God decides to give you a blessing, that blessing will transcend from your life to that of your children, to your grandchildren, to your great-grandchildren, to your great-great-great-great-grandchildren. Because the blessing came from heaven. Hallelujah. I pray that you receive the consciousness of Christ. I pray that you receive the knowledge of the Holy Ghost for you to be able to identify the lost souls and, and, and communicate and teach them and win them for Christ. Come, Or would you say amen? amen? Say, Holy Ghost, give me the heart of soul winning. Give me the heart of soul winning. Give me the wisdom of soul winning. Hallelujah. Next year, you're not going to see that kind of gymnastic preachings. Hallelujah. I call it gymnastics. The Bible said, and I see here about this time, I see 10 people receiving cars, and I see Holy Ghost moving somebody. Oh, no, 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 no. We come past that year. If we continue to hang to these things, I'm telling you, we will miss the heaven. We will miss rapture. We will miss it. Go yeah. We are going to experience the kingdom. We have to be beaten. Have you gone on, on outreach for you to be beaten before? As your winning shows. Bible says that the worst that will be given to you by the Holy Ghost will become so powerful, so daring. That the opponent will hear and they'll begin to summon you to the kings, to the palace, and to police stations. Have we come to that level? Bible said Peter was summoned to the palace before the elders. Why? Because he was proclaiming the name of Jesus. How many times? Nobody has called us. I remember years ago, I preached and I have to be called to go to palace to go and answer most of the things that I was saying. I never said anything ridiculous. Everything I said is centered on the Bible. Come apart. But because of the power backing the message, the people couldn't hold the whole thing. Come apart. I pray that that era is coming upon us right now. I say, I pray that that era is coming and revisit us again. That the era that will get up from our asses and go to our offices and begin to speak to our neighbors and colleagues. If the person had received Jesus backslided, you need to now reintroduce Christ into the person. Because sometimes, if you look at some of your friends, you can see 
that this person go to church every day, but this person doesn't have Christ. You have to reintroduce Christ. Get the person. Have a time, an appointment with the person. And teach the person the word of God. Reintroduce the principle of Christ to the person. And I'm telling you, you the person will have a turn around. The measure of the blessing God is going to give to us will determine on the desire and the passion for soul winning. Hallelujah. The soul winning. So next year we are going to experience the kingdom in a supernatural way. It's not going to be a happy year at all. I said it's not going to be a what? A happy year at all. It's a hard working year. If you work hard for the kingdom, you shall receive a hardcore reward. Oh God. I said, if you work hard for the kingdom, God will give you a hardcore reward. A reward that can never be competed with. A reward that nobody can question it. Come apart. Can say hardcore reward. Oh God. Say, Lord, bless me with the knowledge. And bless me with the desire for so winning. Come apart. So you see, as we are going to win so. The Lord gave us another word. To what? To possess. We are going to possess the people. And also possess the riches. If you don't go to preach the gospel, we can never possess. We can never possess. Peter and Co. they did what they could and today they have possessed the kingdom of God and God can never build his heaven and his new Jerusalem without Peter and the other apostles. He can't do it. The book of Genesis The book of Genesis says Before he created this world, we were in him. So we built it together. So from the beginning of the creations of the kingdom and even eternity, where God sits, he created with us. So God is always happier when he is doing something with man. Hallelujah. God is always happier when he's doing something with us. If you go to Revelation 21, 13, 14, where the names of the apostles of the Lamb are written on the 12 foundation, the 12 pillars, that hold the city of Jerusalem. I've been reading this scripture over, over, over sometimes now. More than five years. And I can't think far. If you see the way I'm crazy about Christ. Sister, if I don't achieve anything on this earth. And I can make it to heaven. And... I will not just be the citizen of heaven but I will be a recognized person, an honorable person in the kingdom of God. My God, I have achieved the greatest thing. I can't imagine how happier Peter is. I can't imagine how happier Bartholomew is. I can't imagine how happier John is. And I can't imagine how happier James is. If you see your name on the pillars, the foundations of the new Jerusalem, 
If Peter is your great grandfather, hallelujah. This is what we need to know. Sister, we are not from here. Continue to stay and fight for the truth. Citizenship of the earth. Come, Continue. Sorry. Continue to fight for the citizenship of the earth. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm from here. I'm from here. I'm from here. I want everything. Continue. Continue. Come, Epa. Continue. Continue. As I stand here for three days, I've been sick with malaria, fever. But been preaching, praying, meditating all night. Do you think I'm joking? I am not. I'm not. Do you know why? It will be better for me to die in the battlefield than to die an ordinary, as an ordinary person. If we go to preach the gospel and they kill us, it is for the honoring of the kingdom. Are you prepared to die for the kingdom? Some of you are prepared to die for your boyfriends and your girlfriends. Prepared to die for your lovers. I am prepared to die for Christ. And there is a reward in dying for Christ. You don't just die for Christ because I am saved. And I'm doing nothing for the kingdom. Kamepa. We bought a carpet of close to 11,000 Ghana cities for us to walk on it. 11,000 Ghana cities, I can top it. Hallelujah. What we have done here, within a week, we are clopping almost 15,000 Ghana cities. I could have spent the money on my body and look fresh. When I'm coming, then I look a borough. But as I sit here, I sick. You might think it's not knowledge. I, I lack knowledge. I could have gone and sit somewhere, rented some hotel, and go and rest there. I need the rest. Some people are saying, Pastor Prince had money, and he didn't give us the money. If I'm giving you the money, like by now you are gone. There are people who have given the money, money, money. Add it to your capital, work. Where are they now? They are not here. David did it. In our time, we are the temple of Christ. If you are the temple of Christ and we don't build a temple for us to dwell in, can we do service in our own houses? The answer is no. Jesus went to the temple to preach, right? Temple building is needed. Everything we are doing, it has a ripple effect in the kingdom of God. Don't think you are just wasting your time in the church. You are not wasting your time. That's why I said today, I did not come to preach a beautiful message. I came to speak to you. Rise up and begin to do something for the kingdom of God. Very soon, Christ is going to come. Rapture is going to happen. Hallelujah. Now, the G whatever, whatever, they are gathering themselves. The world is preparing for the end time. What is the church doing? Is the church ready for the slave, the final lift off? The, for the final evacuation? Christ is about to evacuate us, about to rapture us. How prepared are you? Now that you are dead dying for a girlfriend, you are dying. You are dying. 
Because this guy is breaking your heart. This girl is breaking your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody said, you know, you have to let your wife feel good. And I said, am I feeling good? Am I feeling good? Praise the name of the Lord. Christmas. Christmas. I need to sew a nice dress. I'm still wearing the old dress. Praise the name of the Lord. If I raise my leg, you see here a stone. Go and see a pastor. What does a chum? Or ban Honorable. The anointed papa. He is coming. You are still doing church in the classroom. And you are calling yourself apostle. And go and see some of them. They have rented the nice places and they are living in the nice places. And where they worship God is a shithole. How can you bring God to a place like that? As I was sitting here calculating how I can change the environment here. I'm calculating by letters by June. June is too far. Every part of this place, a condition feel. You enter here, you know you have entered into the world of the kingdom of God. Praise the name of the Lord. I said, the Lord will take care of us. No matter whatever happens, he will take care of us. Some of you who are competing with the church, any little investment we invest in the church, we should give you those money. Please stop it. You can't compete with the church. You will die too early. You are becoming like Judas Iscariot. When Mary Magdalene brought the money, the alabaster oil, ah, Jesus, why are you wasting this oil? We could have sold this oil, mm, this perfume, and get money to take care of the poor. What would Jesus answer? He said, as long as I'm here and I'll go and come, the poor people will continue to be with us. Are you poor? If you are poor, you are going to remain poor forever. Jesus says so. I pray that you will lose yourself from that poverty mentality. Everything the church is doing, the money should be given to you. Hey! Hey! For the first time, eight years, I've had washroom in my church, in my, my house. Washroom. For the first eight years, I go and queue I go and queue for me to go and bath. But meanwhile, in my church, I've bought a good sound. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> Yesterday, the pastor came here and said, Wow. What an instrument. Also, for you have done well. And you are living in that ghetto. I said, Eh? David bought all the gold, the timber, the, everything for the kingdom, for the temple. In our time, continue to live like a servant. Some of us, we are not servants. Hmm? We belong to the kingdom of God. So we are building something, eh, an airport for the lifting of for the lifting of when the Holy Ghost comes for the day of rapture. This work will never go in vain. I said this work will never go in vain. I pray that you have a heart. You will have a heart to sponsor God's business. You have a heart. For seven years we've never done fundraising. Anytime we want to do fundraising, the idea changes. Yesterday we came here to lunch. We said, open it, any amount you see. What amount do you see? It's only by faith. In this church, if you can give, unless you have faith. If you can contribute something for the upliftment of this church, unless you have faith. 
If you can sacrifice for something for this church, unless you have faith, this place is place for faith people. Faith people. Faith as a faith. Lazarus was a righteous man, God-fearing man, but yet a poor man. He died in poverty. As a Christian, never die in poverty. As you are winning soul, then you are applying the principles. From next year going, I'm going to start teaching about how to go here. And if you want to possess, there is a principle you must apply for you to attract the kingdom prosperity. Kingdom prosperity don't just come to you. You have to attract it. You don't just attract it. Anything you attract and you attract it to you and you benefit from it. There's a principle. When you apply the principle, it works for you. That is why any beautiful lady you see in town don't just walk to you and say, I love you. Hallelujah. If you can walk in town and see a beautiful young lady as a young man, you have no man you want to marry. And you see that beautiful girl. Before that girl can be yours, you have to apply certain principles. The fact that you have money in your pocket does not mean when you enter into Makola market, Mala market, everything selling at the market can enter into your pocket or into your car. You have to apply a principle. And the principle will give you a measure of what you get. When you go to market with 20 Ghana cities, you come home with 20 Ghana cities blessing. Is that not it? Don't work with God as an ordinary person. Don't work with God with that wicked mentality. You will never receive anything from him. Go here and possess. As you are preaching the gospel, there is a prosperity that will come to meet it. We shall possess it. Oh, I said, we shall possess it. We possess it. The prosperity that God is releasing in this end time is attached to his message. Go ye. You can't just be blessed if you're not a soul winner. The Lord said that this... 2022 is going to be a tough year, but people that are going to be the kingdom-minded people, they are going to attract wealth and riches. So riches will not just come. That is why I have started. I have started. Yesterday, those who came and took the thing, some saw an amount of money on the board, yet nothing is written on the board. But they saw something, they wrote something. Whatever they have written, if they fulfill it, you shall see the ripple effect on this building. You are not chopping there. Amen. My mom wrote 600 million. I'm waiting for it. After my mom's owner can say it. She wrote 600 million. I'm waiting for 600 million. Wow. 600 million when you convert into dollars is how much? It means we've already bought our, our $350,000 land. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, clap for mama, clap for mama. Clap for mama. 600 million Ghana cities. Wow. We have bought that land. I pray that mama will we, we, we'll receive that blessing and, and, and fulfill it for the Lord. Oh, come here. Yeah. Million, eh? If you convert it into dollars, I think we are somewhere close to uh, $500,000, right? Wow. Yeah, God. <laughs> and we need only $350,000 to buy that land to build a central church. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. The next branch. 
Cast the Holy Ghost. Bless Mama. Oh, bless Mama to get that money and to and to and to and to fulfill it. Hallelujah. Mama is going to give the church six hundred thousand. Six hundred million. I pray that you receive over millions of CDs. You receive millions of dollars to support the kingdom work of God. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Have you seen the outreach car? There's a bus, eh, like a trailer. That's what we requested for. It's almost about 600,000 Ghana cities. Six billion. It has instrument, everything. So when we move the car, like the, what the lighthouse has, eh? The lighthouse have one. Nana said to his buying some. When we're able to buy that car, we move to Kasua, then we open it. Then the sound in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said, we are going somewhere. We are not going to sit inside the church. We are going out. We only come to church on Sundays. That is why all the weekday programs have canceled it apart from Friday. So from Monday to Friday, we are on the street. We are in the houses, offices, schools, preaching the gospel to them. Preaching the gospel to them. And as we are doing so, the Lord said, we shall possess the riches. 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 Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. Amen. I say amen. Today, as I told you, I didn't come to preach a beautiful message. So, go here and possess. And I told you, the possess means what? Experiencing the kingdom. Go here means experiencing the kingdom. The possess means what? Expansion. Because expansion. Because expansion. The possess means expansion. The Lord is going to expand our territories. The Lord is going to widen our territories. Some of you are going to have a borderless territory because your blessing is going to be so big. Big. Hallelujah. We are not just going to encroach you, but we are going to possess lands, possess territories. Come, Possess territories. May God give you that not anointing, that power, that mandate in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. We have a program that we want to do on January and February dead. It's a wealth transfer. Can I say wealth transfer? Wealth transfer. Praise the name of the Lord. Wealth transfer. God has to transfer worth of heaven into our account and into our life we've got to be blessed and and money is a wheel of the gospel we can never achieve this vision we need over a thousand souls thousand souls in the church Thousand soul has to be added. Thousand soul has to be added. If you make it a target that the whole year 2022, I want to win 100 souls for Christ. Do you know what that soul means to God? And do you think God will sit down? Don't go to town and preach the gospel and ask offering. That is what I mean. Don't go to houses and preach and tell them, bring me money. You speak nonsense, no. Um, have you heard what I said? Now offering time. Hey, Vok, we don't do that. Don't go and preach in car and ask for money. Hallelujah. Amen. The other time I was, I was preaching in a car. I preached in that bus going to Sunyani. And I preached over close to one hour. After preaching, I just sat down. And I put my headphone, and all of a sudden, I saw people moving. 
from the front side and from the back side, bringing me money. And I said, what is this? It's also for, you finish preaching, you didn't ask for offering. And I said, no, I don't need it. I just came to preach. By force. So there was a lady there, close to me. So I, I, I put the money as they were coming. They thought the lady was working with me. And the lady too, you can see she's a smart woman. She started counting the money. And all of a sudden there, we have had more than 400 Ghana cities. 400 Ghana cities. Immediately, I, I was getting down. I gave the driver 100 cities. The driver, take the 100 cities. And I gave the lady who counted the money to 100 cities. I said, you are a smart treasure. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And 11 was about 200 and something cities on my hand. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't make money your ultimate purpose. The money will come by itself. What we are doing, I said the money will come by itself. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yesterday, I wasn't expecting that I'll get something. I wasn't expecting that I'll get something. But those who came to right here, at least if I aggregate the money, wow, I said, wow. wow. 600 million. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, clap your hands for the Lord Jesus. God bless you. I said, don't make money your focus. As you are preaching the gospel, as you are doing what God said you should do, I said, the money will come by itself. Amen. Hallelujah. I've told my wife and my children, fasting your seat belt, because we need to do something for the kingdom of God. May the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands for the Lord Jesus. God willing.